welcome back to Stop It That's Weird, episode 30. Thank you so much for being here. I'm having, I'm in such a good mood today, y'all. I'm in such a good mood today, y'all. Someone said that this voice sounds like, um, I forget what her name is from Ozark, but I did that in a, <laughs> I did that in a TikTok and somebody was like, are you okay? <laughs> because they were like, they were like, you don't, sound this southern or like you don't sound this country is what they said and i'm like no i'm putting on a voice yes my family you know <laughs> i've got ties back to missouri <laughs> we, we are country that's for sure but i don't that i don't actually have that accent but i appreciate that y'all think that if i'm doing this kind of an accent that I saw, what a compliment to be compared to her. I, I, I forget what her name is, the character's name is from that show, but that actress, the blonde actress with the curly hair is phenomenal in Ozark. So I was like, whoa, <laughs> what a compliment. Anyway, <laughs> uh, having a great day today, which is wonderful. It's huge news for me because earlier this week, I wasn't doing great. I posted a TikTok where I was crying where I was upset, okay? It's been stressful, obviously. I talked, I, last week, I'm pretty sure that I mentioned that I'm getting laid off from my job, um, which is not ideal, you know what I mean? Um, but I'm feeling more optimistic about it today. We're, you know what? We're gonna sort it out. That, <laughs> that's a future Trisha problem. It's not. It's a, it's a right now me problem, but Today, right now, on this beautiful day of our Lord, Saturday, it feels like a tomorrow problem for me. And that's great, honestly, because I'm having a, even a smidgen of a mental respite from the crippling anxiety of trying to, like, figure out what I'm going to do um, is bliss. Blissful, honestly. <laughs> it was a rough start to the week, that's for sure. Um, but today was so good. Uh, this morning I went on the, on the, the, what a mouthful. I went on the, on the spectrum podcast. I should have just said it a different way. The podcast is called on the spectrum and I went on it. I was a guest on it. So grateful to be invited on the show. Um, it was really, really fun. I'm, I have asked, I don't, I don't know for sure. We haven't set it up yet, but, um, the two hosts, Nick and Steve, wonderfully lovely guys we had such a funny little banter for probably longer than they would have liked me for me to be on the show it was so nice um I think it's not coming out this Monday but the following Monday can't wait for you guys to see it but I've asked them to come on uh on this show this one that you're listening to right now stop it that's weird <laughs> um so I don't know we'll set that up at some point but definitely go check them out um they're on TikTok um and YouTube and probably a bunch of other places as well but um that's where I follow them so you should go do that as well if you want to you know check out all of their super funny guys check out their episodes but definitely check out the one that I'm gonna be in all right you gotta go support your girl we were talking about in the episode Nick will be proud of me for this because I you know it's he was like why is it that everyone from my generation which I'm a millennial but like millennial and gen z probably he's lumping together I'm gonna assume okay that we have a hard time like promoting ourselves because he was like you know 
give yourself a plug or whatever. And I was like, ah, I don't know. we don't have to do all that. <laughs> and it just like feels a little disingenuous. I don't want to like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I like, I, I have no problem plugging their show, but I don't want to, yeah, I just don't want to <laughs> force anybody to be like, okay, you've watched this episode. Now you must go follow me on TikTok and like listen to my silly ass podcast or whatever but if people want to do that that's lovely but um yeah check out their show definitely check out the episode that i'm on it and i hope that you laugh i hope that you have a silly we talked about a lot of stuff we talked about video games and dick mechanics (laughs) we talked about uh being employed as an autistic person we talked a good amount about my love life or lack thereof and feet pics and stuff. So it was a good time. So anyway, go check that out. <laughs> That's uh, the update for you. We're so we're insanely close to 25,000 followers on TikTok. Um, so if you haven't already recommended the show, sometimes I do this. If Nick's listening to this right now, okay, sometimes I do this on my show. Sometimes I say, hey, we're so close to our next milestone. If you enjoy the show, rate it five stars. Share it with a friend. That's how we get the word out there. You know, share the TikTok with a friend. Go follow me over there if you aren't already following me on TikTok. And and we're going to be, I bet in a matter of days, we're going to be at 25,000. And that's insanity. That's really, really cool. Thank you guys so, so much for being here. Preach! Appreciate you! We're just gonna get... I don't have... You know, the last few episodes I've had, like, a lot of yabbering to do. Which could be an alternate name for this podcast, I think. You know? Um, but I don't I don't really have... It's, I mean, it's been six minutes of yabbering. But I'm gonna get into it now. Is that okay? You alright with that? Cool. Sensory Nightmare of the Week. Uh... I've already talked about, I get migraines fairly regularly, like twice a month probably, um, and it was just one of those weeks where I was like, you know, I, there's science behind it that I don't understand, but, um, for sure, uh, like, big hormone spikes throughout the month, you know, I often will get them around my period, but then I get at least one other one during the month as well. And I feel like it's got to be during some kind of, like, hormone dips or spikes or something like that. That I'm more, like, susceptible to them. Because it feels like it piles on at just the wrong time. Where I'm, like, not feeling very well physically. Maybe, you know, my, my symptoms, you know, autism symptoms or just, like, mental health-wise, I'm not feeling great, you know? So I was feeling pretty sad at the beginning of this week. Like, in my body, I physically wasn't feeling super duper well. Um, but you know what? I will give myself credit because I I did a lot more exercise. Exercise has been kind of difficult since, really since I got the news that I was being laid off. Uh, you know, that's hard. That's hard to deal with. And sometimes when you get a big change thrown at you like that, especially as an autistic person... Uh, it really throws your routine out of whack, and so, um, yeah, normally I try to do some kind of exercise, like, almost every day, 
um I often will take like Saturdays and Sundays off but I was like before you know the before times <laughs> really it was like a month ago I was doing pretty pretty good about going to the gym like four or five days a week or whatever um and I haven't like since probably around Christmas I haven't been great about going to the gym but definitely this week I got a lot more physical activity in than I've been able to in the last couple of weeks so I am trying to be very positive and say that was really good that was progress for me as far as that goes and it's just great for my mental health like I always feel a thousand percent better like mentally if I'm able to move my body and get a lot of the like stagnant kinetic energy out that's how I feel about it I don't know if that's accurate scientifically or not but that's how I feel and so it's true so that's accurate um but anyway so yeah it was just like a lot of symptoms stacked on top of each other this week I was just like feeling down on myself just feeling kind of sad and sorry for myself and that was that's okay you know like I try I was I'm not great about respecting those times for myself I usually like try to snap myself out of it which I think elongates the suffering you know what I mean (laughs) so I was like I'm just gonna it's fine if I need to sulk and just cry and be upset about this change in my life I should just respect that and honor that and let myself have that whatever that looks like it might not be pretty for a few days but um so I tried to do I tried to do that and I feel like that helped me yeah just like boost my mood a little bit just it's the healthy thing to do isn't it (laughs) sometimes I say shit on this show and I'm like yeah of course Trisha what you actually in a nutshell just said was like it's healthy to feel feelings (laughs) revolutionary (laughs) incredible so anyway so I I was sad and I cried about it and um and then also I had a migraine so that sucks (laughs) I'm not gonna go into I was about to go into a whole spiel about how I'm afraid of medication but you all already know that I've already talked about that before and so I just allow myself to just suffer and suffer in silence and I just cry and I just lay in bed and I just get under the covers and I just cocoon under there for a little bit and it's fine and I will emerge when I emerge you know what I mean and I'm a butterfly today. <laughs> I've come out of the cocoon. <laughs> just having, yeah, just feeling excellent today. So, that was Sensory Nightmare of the Week, Hyperfixation of the Week. Okay, which one of these things do I want to tackle first? Hot dogs, maybe? <laughs> Hot dogs? <laughs> My hyperfixation food right now is hot dogs. I don't know why. I don't know. Someone put in the... Okay, so I put this in a video where I was like, how many hot dogs is too many hot dogs to eat? You know what I mean? If I eat three hot dogs a day, every day, for weeks, months, how long will it take me to perish? You know? Until I just (laughs) suddenly... You know? I wish I had a... I need a soundboard. That's what I need is like some kind of death sound like a cartoon death sound I don't I'm not entirely certain what that would like an anvil <laughs> is, that you, is that how you say that anvil 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 
whatever that is or a piano being dropped on my head that would be funny you know 28 hot dogs and then it's like that's the sound of the piano that was pretty good i think <laughs> rate it down below <laughs> so then, uh hot dogs is what i'm into right now <laughs> oh yeah so so i posted that video where it was like how many hot dogs is too many hot dogs right and someone commented on it and was like does every single autistic person go through a hot dog phase and i think the answer might be yes Okay, I don't know if we've collected enough data at this point to be to be sure, but I think it's safe for us to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm I don't know why, but I'm just in hot dog. I'm going to my friend Kate's house tomorrow, and um, they're so sweet. They're gonna cook me dinner, and she, she was like, um, "Can Josh? What do you think about sausages for dinner?" And I just sent her that TikTok. <laughs> where I was like, how many hot dogs is too many, you know? <laughs> Somebody also commented um, that they were like, none, you shouldn't have any uh, because it's meat. And I was like, you know, people are going to roast me for this, but I am vegan, so they're vegan hot dogs. They're fucking vegan hot dogs, you know what I mean? And I don't know if they're, they can't, they can't be, uh, like, manufactured in the same way, right? Because people, you know, the hot button issue with hot dogs is nitrates. You gotta watch out for your nitrate intake. You can't have any too 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 many <laughs> nitrates. There's probably zero nitrates in a vegan hot dog, right? And I don't want to hear anybody flaming me about vegan hot dogs and how they're not good. They don't taste good or whatever. Sure, <laughs> I'm certain you're correct. Well, I, I don't know why I said it like that. I've had a hot dog before, <laughs> like a regular hot dog, <laughs> and they are good. They are really good. Um, but I, like, I'm so, um, in a separate way than, than we talked about last week. I'm brain broken in, like, the vegan way, because I've, I've talked to, to people about this ad nauseum, where people are like, what's the best vegan cheese? What's the best vegan hot dog what's the best vegan meat or whatever and I'm like look my brother in Christ you're just not gonna like it whatever I suggest to you you're, it's not gonna if you are a meat eater or you know really especially people who love cheese people who love artisanal cheese will be like Trisha what kind of vegan cheese should I get and I'm like no no I'm not having this conversation with you because I know that you're gonna be like I hate it. Whatever I suggest to you, whatever the fuck I say, it's not going to live up to the, like, 12 oak barrel-aged cheddar gruyere that you got in France, you know? <laughs> it's just not going to. And I realize that, and that's fine. And I'm humble for, for realizing <laughs> for realizing that, Okay. I think that makes me a better person <laughs> because I can say that but but to be realistic I'm like I've been a vegan for 12 fucking years is that too long yeah but I like it <laughs> I like it still you know so oh like for example um Chelsea and uh you know the you know the um baby bell cheese you know the little baby bell bellers, the little 
mini uh, circular cheeses that they got in wax seals. You know those? Um, they make vegan ones now. I thought they were scrumptious. They weren't having it at all. They, like, bought, like, a package of them. And they were, like, because they're so supportive and so lovely. And they were, like, we'll get a pack of these so Trisha can also enjoy cheese. And I was, like, amazing. Love it. And I scarfed several of them. It tasted exactly like what I ma- what I remember those little baby bell fuckers to taste like, you know? Um, but they were like, no, it doesn't. Trisha, I'm telling you right now, hand on the Bible, it doesn't. <laughs> and so I was like, that, that's what I mean. Is I'm like, I'm just not a reliable source, you know? <laughs> I'm not a reliable narrator in this story. Ask someone else. Or just don't set yourself up for disappointment. You know what I mean? If you're going to be critical about my vegan food, don't ask me. Don't ask me. I don't want to hear it, you know? If you're ready to, like, be kind of disappointed, (laughs) then sure, I'll, I'll give you my best possible options. And you'll be like, yeah, it's good. It's solid. There, and to be, to be clear, I've said, I mean, I do mean it. I love being vegan and there's great vegan food out there. I also just live in an isolated place where there's not like fucking Michelin star vegan cuisine out here. I went to a place, I forget what it's called right now because I'm uncultured swine, (laughs) but I went to a place that was a Michelin, like a three star Michelin vegan restaurant in London and it was fucking incredible it was so good and then I showed a picture of it to my grandma and she said ew that looks like dog food (laughs) you know and I was like that was rude that was really hurtful Grammy I don't know why you had to say that to me Uh, and but and and we're gonna go to Montreal together did I say that did I tell you all about that my me and my grandma who who is almost 90 we are going on a trip together because she's gone on like a major trip with like um all my cousins she just got back from the UK with my dad she's she's wild you know and I love her for that she you know since my grandpa passed away several years ago rip rest in peace love you um she's she's been traveling like crazy and i love that for her um she went to like mexico and hawaii and just went she's been all over this she went to like new no not new orleans it was like nashville or something she's been going buck wild and so she was like trisha i've been everywhere with with other family members but you so now it's we got to do something and i was like let's let's pick something interesting you know what I mean um and I haven't I haven't been to Canada yet which is a crime I think and so um yeah (laughs) I was like I kind of I've been wanting to go to um like Toronto for a while um but I thought why not go somewhere that uh (laughs) that also speaks French that'll be confusing and exciting exciting for her you know (laughs) (laughs) she's so fun she's super fun she like as she was telling me she was like pick a place and we'll go there and I was like amazing sounds so good 
and then I told her we should go to Montreal and I'm pretty sure she said what country is that in and sure how long is the flight <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> I was like Canada <laughs> and it's not that long of a flight for us like you just she was just on a you know 10 or 12 hour flight to get over to Ireland so you're fine it's gonna be it's gonna be a breeze for the, for her so anyway we're gonna do that over the summer um and I will report back um with how that goes maybe I'll post some photos I'll ask her if she's okay with me posting photos of her while we go on the trip oh that's what I was gonna say I don't know how I got on me and my grandma going to Montreal I don't I can't, couldn't couldn't tell you <laughs> how the tra how the thought train landed here but i was gonna say uh when she brought up the idea i was like i'm about to walk out of the door of her house i saw her over christmas and she like leans into me and she was like trisha remember i can party with the best of them okay so you better pick a place scott we're gonna go out drinking every single night she didn't say that but she did say she did say that she wanted to go to some bars like that was her criteria she's like just wherever it is just fine pick a place that you think where we can do stuff like go to some museums and stuff like that but it's gotta have good food good drink not too long of a flight and i was like can do can do graham graham uh <laughs> I love her so much. Anyway, what else was I truly I went we went from hot dogs to this, I think, huh? That's what happened, wasn't it? Okay, so I don't anyway, I hand hot dogs is is good. <laughs> hot dogs are good. People were asking me, "Man, I love y'all so much. I really love the weirdos so fucking much." I posted that hot dog video and everyone was like need more information what do you put on your hot dog what if we you can't just tell me that you're eating hot dogs what is going on it and i was like here's the recipe here's the secret sauce all right weirdos you gotta get uh, a well-cooked dog okay i want that thing with some char on it you understand i don't want any of this pale ass hot dog okay we get a little jar on it, and then what you do is you put a thick layer, a thick layer of habanero sauce. It says bright yellow. It's creepy habanero. Uh, there's, that's the name of another episode if you haven't listened to that. It's such a good sauce. Um, yeah, you can go back and listen. If you're really curious about the habanero sauce, you can go back and listen to that episode for the, what I, it's in the description is what I'm trying to say. It's so good. Um, okay, so you put a thick layer of the habanero sauce down. You put your hot dog, and then you smother it in ketchup, and then... And here is where it gets controversial, okay? Sweet relish, okay? I, I do, I really like it. I love the sweet relish. I do, I fucking love it. I want it smothered. The only thing that could improve oh and i did put so people are gonna be pissed about this one too i put avocado on it sometimes too okay so we got spicy spicy habanero sauce hot dog ketchup sweet relish avocado if i'm feeling frisky all right and then the only thing that i think could improve it is like bacon bacon i know it's vegan bacon don't get fucking upset with me about that either. 
but doesn't that sound good? There was one time I think I was in Vegas. What's that um hot dog joint that they have there? Isn't it called Pinks or Pinkies or something like that? You can get uh there's a name for that. You know, where you can get like a pork a pork sausage with bacon on it. It's like pork on pork on pork. You understand? And that's good. That's really good. So, if you haven't had little, like, bacon crumbles on your hot dog, you gotta do that. You gotta try that. So, I've been doing that this week a few times. And pro- and tomorrow, I'm probably gonna have some more sausages. It's gonna be so good. We're gonna have sausages and a New York cheesecake with strawberries. <gasps> Uh, that's tomorrow. We'll report back, if I remember. <laughs> um, what the fuck else is on this? Um, hot dogs, hot dogs. Okay, so my other hyperfixation of the week is, hold on, I gotta take a little bathroom break. I'll be back in no time for you. And we're back, we're back. Shop, nice and shop. <laughs> if you guys have seen that on TikTok. Michaela, whatever. Uh, I don't. I'm so sorry. I don't remember what her last name is, but <laughs> she does like makeup tutorials, and she has that like heavy accent, you know. <laughs> she she's trying to say that she's making her eyeliner, her like eye makeup, nice and sharp, but she's like nice and sharp. <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> My other hyperfixation of this week has been the yard, which I've talked about, I think, on here before, but I'm deep in it. You guys, I'm lost in the sauce. This is often how a hyperfixation starts for me, is I'll, like, watch an episode and I'll be like, oh, that was really funny, and then I'll go back to whatever current hyperfixation that I have, and I'll, like, watch more of that or whatever. It's like a slow transition where I'll, like, watch one episode, love it, watch another one, you know, after a week or two or something like that. It's like a slow drip, a slow IV until I'm consumed by whatever that hyperfixation is, and that's what's happened to me now. I've listened to a bunch of episodes, but that, you know, there's so, when you listen to a podcast, there's so fucking many that you have to go back and catch up on, but I feel like I've listened to a lot of them already, and uh, also subscribe to the Patreon for (laughs) bonus episodes. That's how deep we're in it now. It's so fucking funny. These guys, wait a fucking hot second. I just went and and looked at their podcast and I was certain. I'm not like schmoozing. I'm not making shit up. I was absolutely a thousand percent certain that I was going to go to the yard and see that they had like three million subscribers because I, I think this is the funniest podcast that I've ever fucking listened to in my entire life. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, I'm not just trying to, like, be a kiss-ass or something. It's so unbelievably fucking hilarious. Like, the last, I can't remember the last podcast that I listened to that literally had me in tears, like, like, crumpled up in a ball, like, my stomach hurts. I'm laughing so fucking hard. Shut up! Someone needs to clip that. Someone needs to fucking clip that and, and turn it into the smosh. You know what I'm saying? Just, ha! Ah, I hope there's one neurodivergent person that listened to that shut up and heard smosh because that's what I fucking heard. Anyway, please clip that and 
manipulate it so it sounds like that i can't i literally can't fucking believe that they don't have way more subscribers than they have on youtube that's criminal absolutely criminal okay anyway um what was i fucking saying oh i've been i i buy there were a couple moments of this show that i true like i think they are truly the funniest podcast i'm 35 okay and i've been listening to podcasts since they began (laughs) you know i've listened to a lot of fucking podcasts in my time and i'm not like an an expert on fucking comedy or podcasts or comedy podcasts or any anything therein but i am an expert on what makes me laugh really fucking hard and i die i was dying laughing i truly was like trying to figure out a way that i could like give more credit on tiktok to this one specific tiktok i don't know maybe i'll figure out a way to to do it so i'm not just like i don't want to just like steal their content and put it on tiktok and be like this this clip needs millions of of likes and shares on it because it's so fucking funny um so there was an episode where they had peter who is ludwig's stepdad on the show and he by himself so fucking funny absolutely it's so fucking like i'm convinced that peter could just have his own show and i think that he should i think that he is he deserves it but there was a bit that they were doing with peter that where it was just a complete hypothetical situation i dude I think this truly is the funniest podcast moment. I'm not exaggerating. I think it's the funniest podcast moment I've ever heard in my life. And if like, okay, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this. Okay, they they set up slime sets up a scenario where he was like, okay, if you are, and it's not gonna be fucking funny because it's me being a f- moron right now trying to retell a joke, which is the worst possible thing that you can do, but I just, like, without me just playing the clip, I don't know how to describe it to you. So, <laughs> he's saying, like, Peter, who's a lawyer, okay? That's a, cr- a crucial piece of information that you need to know. He goes, Peter, if I told you, okay, if I had, you were representing me, all right? And it was just you, just you, you're the only person that I've ever told my deepest, darkest secret ever, which is that I have huge nipples, okay? I've never told anybody this, but then suddenly people are asking me about it, okay? People are making fun of me for my huge nipples, okay? My huge nips. (laughs) Peter's like, okay? (laughs) Just like, it was honestly, truly comedic genius level in my eyes like all three of them like nick and slime and ludwig were all just perfectly like in on the joke together like backing each other up those moments are so unbelievably fucking funny to me because ludwig's like i feel like we're losing you peter okay and then like (laughs) the part that fucking killed me was nick being like i'm talking puffers peter (laughs) like you go to the pool and you can see it through his shirt i almost pissed myself so unbelievably fucking funny and i realize okay i know that some of y'all are gonna uh, it's frat boy behavior that I, I i don't know what you want from me i don't understand what you want from me 
but it's like the per- <laughs> it's my brand of humor exactly to a t and it's so fucking funny and if you haven't watched that show if you're into f- just annoying frat boy behavior i'm saying that was so much love because it's like my fa- fucking favorite show right now but <laughs> if you're if that tickles your fancy anything that i just said please fucking go watch the yard because oh my god it's absolutely hilarious. the other uh bit that i think was like a bonus episode that killed me absolutely destroyed me dude was was just they were just shitting on aiden's sandwich they just it was like a cold open to all of them <laughs> and like so deadpan serious ludwig was like that is the most disgusting looking sandwich i've ever seen in my life as he's actively eating it and then everyone just like again like built on it <laughs> um one of them said it looks like it's made out of uh amazon packages <laughs> just like <laughs> cardboard <laughs> and it just like <laughs> It looks so sad. Like, he was, the way he's holding it, it was, like, just the saddest, grooviest, like, two pieces of, like, ciabatta <laughs> that I've ever seen. I don't know why that's so funny. It was just a sandwich. But all of them were so invested in the bit, and it fucking killed me, dude. Anyway. <clears throat> Okay, and now I'm going to say something. It's, a, it's, a, it's just a tiniest little bit of criticism, okay? It, it comes with all the love in my soul. From the depths of my soul, I say this with so much love, okay? And it's the same criticism not just with this show, but with several other shows that I fucking love, like, so deeply. And I know that it doesn't, like, come from a place of malice or whatever, but I would be remiss you know to fucking not mention it on a show about autism okay where i talk about being fucking autistic if i didn't bring up the point that sometimes a couple of my favorite shows with the people that i think are like some of the funniest creators doing it right now use autism as a butt of a joke you know and it kind of fucking bums me out just a little bit you know, just like, it's just like a little jab at you where, where I'm like, I, I know that this is coming from a place of, of them just being possibly like uninformed, you know what I mean? About like what autism looks like, you know, how it affects people, but it's used as like an insult a couple of times as like, cause I, I, I can't, I couldn't tell you what fucking episode it was, but, um, there was some episode where Aiden was talking about, like, getting ragged on, and one of the things that he lists was, everyone is calling me autistic, and I was like, okay, so we're gonna just, like, it just feels like a little, a little bit like a cheap shot, you know what I mean? Like, it feels a little bit like, you know what I'm saying? If it was, like, any other disability or, like, mental condition, Uh, am I being fair as I'm saying this right now? I'm like, would would they, like, call somebody else some other kind of disability or, like, accuse them of being any other flavor of disabled as an insult? You know what I mean? Like, is that, would that be kosher to do? I don't know. Maybe they can answer that question for me. (laughs) You know? I don't know. And I get it. And like I said, I don't think that any of them come from, I really, like, I fucking love the show, clearly. So I don't think anybody's coming at it from a place of, like, 
malice i think it's just misunderstanding and if they had people in their lives that were autistic you know what i mean i don't think that they would be doing that or you know <laughs> publicly saying that at the absolute least you know what i mean like putting it out on the show or whatever and i get i also get that it's that <sighs> this is where it gets kind of fucking dicey for me because like i like obviously it's part of my job to like stand up for my community you know for neurodivergent and autistic people in my community and stuff like that but at the same time I'm like I understand as a creator that they can't make everybody like they can't always accommodate everything question mark you know what I mean I'm I think I'm really trying to give the benefit of the doubt as much as I possibly can and say like it really I'm certain that it comes from a place of just not knowing you know and not trying to like cause harm but it it's it, it's it, you know especially if it's repeated like jokes at the expense of a particular autistic people just take this type of shit we just take more shit than other you know what i mean M mental diagnoses it's funny and i'm saying it's not funny but like it is right now culturally still funny for people to like get called autistic as an insult you know what i'm saying and so i like i'm trying to be as kind as possible by saying like i know that they can't possibly think of every fucking thing ever to be like let's make sure that we're not offending anybody ever or like i mean obviously the 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 idea is to not offend people if you can like help it you know like avoid that or whatever but that, that, I hope what I'm trying to say is, like, coming across the way that I want to say it. Is like, I totally understand that some creators are just, like, inundated with all kinds of, like, like requests, probably. You know what I mean? To, like, represent a bunch of different communities. An, in, an immeasurable number of communities. I get it that that's probably overwhelming for a lot of creators. Is they're like, how do I make sure that I say everything in a way that is inclusive and accommodating to every single possible listener of my show I think that's what I'm trying to get at is I'm like I get it and I don't want to come from a place that's unrealistic at the same time I don't really think that it's unrealistic for autistic listeners and lovers of this show to be like hey you know I want to fucking love your show so much and I do, and I'm still going to be a fan of it. I'm still going to listen to it, but it it is a little stabby sometimes when like a, a show that you really admire is like, hey, I'm using that thing because it's culturally funny right now to use this disability as an insult that stings a little bit sometimes, you know, and I like I think it also, like, the way that I'm feeling, and I'm, I know that I'm being fucking verbose about this right now, and I don't need to be thinking about it probably as much as I'm thinking about it, but I, like, I think it's the, probably some, like, ableism that I've taken with me and, like, not wanting to be a bur not wanting to, yeah, I think it, it, it certainly is, like, some internalized ableism going on, and because it's because it's also, like, a mainstream show that, like, my guess would be that they're 
audience is largely neurotypical people. So if somebody like me went in the comments and was like, hey, I fucking love this show, but like I'm autistic and I don't want to be the butt of a joke or whatever, I feel like I would get fucking roasted just absolutely roasted into oblivion by people being like oh annoying too woke you know what I mean and that sucks that just like bums me out a little bit as somebody who just like just wants to enjoy the show you know and and it comes from like honestly a fundamental misunderstanding of autistic people and what we're like you know what I mean like the when you're caught when people are using that as an insult and saying oh you're acting autistic or you're being autistic they're they have like such a narrow very specific super stereotypical idea in their mind of of who that autistic person looks like and number one that that sucks that like someone who has a disability is is a joke to people but on you know just because you know, we have a social disability, a, a, a developmental disability, doesn't, I don't understand why that's a, a butt of a joke anyway, but I'm like, you all, that just shows very much culturally what a complete fundamental misunderstanding of the autism spectrum. The fucking coolest people that I know are autistic and neurodivergent, you know what I mean? And that right there just like, it is the perfect example as to why we need more autistic representation, you know? So, I'm just saying, if the boys on the yard want to have me on, I would love to have, I should love to be on. <laughs> Say that to my face. <laughs> Call me autistic to my face. <laughs> and I'd be like, correct, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't, a listen, <laughs> I don't ask my audience for anything, all right? But I'm just going to say, if we could make it happen. <laughs> no, but for real. They, the, super fucking funny, guys. L absolutely love the show. I think that is just, it's just still, unfortunately, culturally where we're at right now with autism. And that fucking sucks for any autistic listeners, enjoyers of shows like this. Because we just have to kind of take one on the chin. But I think people are also like not probably you know it, that may seem like an isolated incident and it's like uh you know in the grand scheme of things is like one autistic joke gonna make a difference it, but it's not one you know what I mean we're dealing with it kind of wherever we're at we're getting discriminated uh, against at work and in every fucking online space that we try to inhabit you know it's all over fucking tiktok dude it's all in the youtube comments it's fucking everywhere so when we're just like trying to enjoy a well-made hilarious fucking show you're just like oh that's just that sucks that's a little bit of a mummer so anyway love the boys uh wish them all the fucking best in the entire world next <sighs> stim of the week lots of music and dancing and stimming i've been listening to hiss by megan the stallion a lot and also just like a bunch of throwback shit um every once in a while i go back to the wombats like greek tragedy and listen to that just like on repeat but this week i was really um i think it's because of like Saltburn and um there's like a little spike in like 2000s nostalgia for for gen zers who like were too young to experience 
you know? I'm sounding like an old person. They were fucking, they don't know what 2000s were actually like. But, uh, yeah, like, just that, um, fucking Laura. I went and, um, made candles with Laura today. Hi, Laura, if you're listening. I love you. We made, dude, my fucking candle smells so good. That's what I got us for Christmas was, uh, like, candle making. Not exactly, like, a class. You just, like, go in. And you pick out your scents and you mix it into the wet and they put it in the vessel, as they said, <laughs> which made me feel like there's a goddamn, there's a genie or something in here. It's going to summon a spirit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but my candle smells really, really good. I, it was, um, I was going to say spoiler alert. Like you can smell it at some point. You can't fucking smell it, but I'll explain it to you. It was mine, We and we had similar scents as well. We both chose um, teak wood. She did vanilla, teak wood and tobacco, vanilla, and I don't remember what her third one was. Mine, there was a scent called library, which was like a little, like, pa- you know what paper smells? <laughs> you know what a book smells like? Like paper? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like a library with books and paper in it correct (laughs) leather and paper and then like um yeah teakwood tobacco and I put another one in there that was like some kind of um what the fuck do they call that dude this is the second episode where I went on a tangent about like scents and someone's gonna make fun of me for like using silly ass language or whatever but like ozone scent or like that's like the name you know what (laughs) You know when you get a candle and it's like ocean scent. I think that's called like ozone or something. But it was like Pacific teak wood or so, you know, some other kind of fucking wood or something. That was what mine was. And it smells huh, so fucking good. Really, really good. But hers was more, mine was more like uh, ozone-y. <laughs> like musky and like woody library. You understand? Are you getting a picture of this? It's I can't wait to light this fucker up. And 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 hers was like more on the vanilla like warm side. And we re- we figured out today that you can also make your own custom perfume there. So we're going to do that as a group. I we were going to do it today and then they didn't have all the shit to do it and so we were like, you know what? That probably works out better because then we can get the whole group together and we'll, all the gals, all the gals can go together and we'll all make custom perfumes I've never been so thrilled for something an experience in my entire life dude what was I saying um I truly don't know how I got to scents but oh saltburn I don't know how I don't I um empire of the sun and like passion pit and stuff is what I've been listening to listening to <laughs> 2000s so and that's probably a little later than what I'm thinking of because like the, the salt burn stuff was like early 2000 wasn't that the era for that you know what I mean what wasn't that it was supposed to be like early 2000s probably that's what I thought I could be wrong about that but the stuff I'm talking about is like probably when I graduated high school like 2007 2009 maybe you know somewhere in there anyway <laughs> love it love a good throwback 
Um, quirky, silly little things that made me angry for no apparent reason. Um, I don't know how much I actually, now that I'm looking at it, okay, and we're, and we're almost at 50 minutes, I don't know how much I want to get into this, but we'll get, I don't know, I'll fucking probably get carried away like I always do. So I posted a video on my TikTok. Why do I have to say that? What the fuck else would you post on your TikTok? Hmm? <laughs> I was on TikTok. And I saw someone else post a video. Uh, did I talk about this last week? I don't know. But someone posted a video where they were talking about um, they're a lesbian. Okay? And they're dating a bisexual woman. And they got a lot of, like, biphobic comments on that video saying, like, oh, girl, could never be me. I could never date someone who had mostly a dating history of men. And so me, being a bisexual woman, responded to that and said, oh, boy, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, I, also, I know it's a, like, regional issue for me. And I think I've talked about this before, which is just, like, where I fucking live, it's isolated, you know? And so, I know my options are just, like, not great. <laughs> it's just not super bisexual or gay-friendly in general here, where I live. However, um, like, my- uh, dating women has just been fucking rough for me. I've- the- uh, I, that I've just run into a bunch of walls, to be honest. And this this is why it's difficult, is I understand why, like, particularly... Wow, fuck me, dude. Particularly why um, lesbian women would, like, have this opinion still. I, I, I do get it. That, like, it's happened to be... Like, there were a bunch of women in my comments telling me that they have had bad experiences with bisexual women who maybe weren't ready to come out yet, or maybe they weren't sure if they were actually bisexual and they were like, I don't know, figuring some shit out or whatever. And that's not cool to someone who's actually looking for a... I get it. I so fucking get it. I, I, yeah, I feel for them. And I, like, felt terrible, like, that there were several women that were in my comments that were like, I get what you're saying, Trisha, that, like, this is biphobia, and it's, like, it sucks that, um, you know, more women aren't necessarily open to dating bisexual women, or they have a bias against bisexual women, because they've been used as an experiment in the past, and I, th and, and I fucking get that, and that's so, like, valid for you to feel that way, because you've had that experience, I, and I'm not going to, like, sit here and tell you that that hasn't been your experience. But it's such a double-edged sword, right? Because it's like, for someone like me who definitely has had uh, an overwhelming uh, history of dating men, but is but wants to date women, um, I know that some women are just not, just don't want to date me because, just because of my history, you know? And there's nothing that I can really do about that because I can't, you know... The most that I could say is, like, I'm just not, I'm not a bad person. <laughs> Those people, that's awful. And you should never treat another human being like that. You should never, I would never, is what I'm saying. I was joking in the video, but I'm so serious about, like, 
I know that I'm a good partner. I would be so fucking good to you, is what I said in the video. And I'm joking, but I'm not joking because I just know that I'm not a shitty person. So, uh, I think I was saying something about that to Laura today where I was like, it just, it sucks when, as a bisexual woman, you you go into dating situations, spe specifically with women, and I try to be really upfront and honest and say like, I'm looking for a partner. I'm looking for, yeah, I want to be in a relationship. And, but I get, I get it. I get it that it's hard to like, it, especially if you've been burned, how and why that would be hard to like trust someone that just is like, I just need you to believe me that I'm not fucking around. You know, I'm not trying to like screw you over. I'm not trying to treat you like anything less than a potential partner or whatever you just have to take my fucking word for that and I get that that's scary um and so I like don't want to fault those women that were in my comments saying that kind of stuff but it's but yeah it just like I said it's a double-edged sword it sucks on either end because I'm like okay well it feels like people are just so guarded that 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 I don't really have an option you know, but it also like, and I don't want to say like, there were still some people that were like, the way that you feel Trisha is super valid. Like they weren't invalidating me or anything like that. Um, which I didn't, I didn't think that anybody would, or I, I don't, I, yeah, I didn't whatsoever feel like anybody was doing that. I felt like they were so right to have any of the feelings that they were feeling about that <laughs> but I don't know why I felt like I really needed to be clear about that I, I, I get it I fucking get it is all that I'm saying so I just was like it, um the part that I thought that women might be upset about they really weren't it was more just like hey you have to realize that there are unfortunately a lot of lesbians that have uh you know been fucked or fucked over been uh jerked around you know um, but the part that I thought they would be mad about was me saying, like, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, and that's a joke, but eh, unfortunately, men have been extremely accepting of the fact that I'm bisexual, and I know that a lot of it is sexualization or whatever, but they're fucking eager and willing, <laughs> you know, and they're forward, and they tell me what the fuck is on their mind, like, I don't really have to for the most part, question if a man likes me. He's gonna fucking let me know, you know? So, uh, <laughs> I don't, I just, you know, that's my, those are my options. That's what I got over here. What do you want from me? What do you want me to do? <laughs> and also, this is the other, this is really what I was talking about with Laura today, was, I, I, I really hope this doesn't come across in the wrong way whatsoever. But, I don't really want to have to fucking apologize for being attracted to men. It kind of sometimes feels like I should be, like, apologizing for who I'm sexually attracted to or romantically attracted to. And I like men. I'm attracted to men. I'm sorry that that's heteronormative. I'm sorry about that, but it, that's just how I fucking feel. Yes, men are annoying. And, and gross <laughs> like you know but I, th I that's what I like about them you know what I'm saying 
And I feel like I'm supposed to, like, apologize for that. For having not only a dating history that's filled to the brim with stinky, annoying <laughs> men. You know? But I feel like I should be, like, apologizing just for, uh, you know? I don't know what to tell you. It's just, it's a unique situation because I'm attracted to more than one gender. I have to, like, apologize for liking this other gender if I want to try and date the opposite gender. Does that fucking make sense, what I'm saying? But it, in particular, in, like, relation to men. I love a stinky, annoying, fucking frat bro. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe that's annoying and stereotypical. And, like, oh, yeah, typical, you know... <laughs> There's so many, there's so many TikToks that are like the, you know, the bi stereotype is that bisexual women, hot, amazing, funny, <laughs> beautiful bisexual women are, are into like the stinky gamer boy and it's accurate and I don't want to have to apologize about it. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not but I kind of am. You know what I'm saying? But the, but, the, but the other thing, the other option is that I just exclusively d date other bisexual women. Because they get it. You know what I'm saying? So, maybe that's a route. <laughs> maybe that's a route. Anyway, I think that's all I have for that one. What she anxious about now? I'm just not fucking sleeping. I'm just not sleeping. I'm just not sleeping. <laughs> When I say it, I'm so serious. I, my sleep schedule has been trash. I took a week off, played Baldur's Gate every fucking day. Every goddamn day for all day long. Truly. And I wasn't sleeping until like three. It's so It was so bad for my sleep schedule. I was also stressed with everything else that's like going on in my life, in my personal life. Uh, And I was burnt out as well. So my... What I'm saying right now is my sleep schedule is in shambles. It's shattered to pieces. So I'm trying to go to sleep at like a reasonable hour, which for me is like 12 a.m. or 1. And, and, I, and I'm struggling to just, go, just fa fucking fall asleep. I took some CBD last night. I, I'm taking melatonin. I'm trying to wind down for like an hour before I actually fall asleep. And I've just... I mean, I think we talked about that before that, like, people have said, I don't know if this is scientifically proven or anything like that, but people have said that, like, uh, neurodivergent people or autistic people don't fall asleep, we just pass out, and I feel like that. <laughs> I just, my brain doesn't, it's like part of, maybe it's part of that um, gauge that doesn't know when I'm thirsty or when I uh, need to piss until it's a, an emergency you know it's like that it's like my brain doesn't know that it's tired until I literally cannot keep my eyes open for another second I think I've cracked the code so anyway so even when I do finally pass out uh there I just have that built-in thing where I wake, I'll fall asleep for like a solid few hours, but I wake up multiple times a night every single night. And so half the time I'll sleep for like three hours and then I'll wake up and 
my body is just like constantly running on anxious fumes of energy. <laughs> no way, Churcho, we couldn't tell. <laughs> um, so, so I'll just sit there and scroll through TikTok or I'll like watch a list. This is what I'm, I'm, I'm listening to so many podcasts for like my hour because I go I go sleepy time for like three hours and then I wake up and I listen to a little podcast and then hopefully I can go back to sleep and I have a little another snoozer and then I wake up and then I consume more fucking media sorry for yelling I don't know why I did that so I'm so I'm just uh what did I say in my note I'm just not sleeping terrible terrible sleep which which leave me feeling physically anxious in my body correct (laughs) well said socially problematic there's lots of discourse around i don't know if i can get into this right now i think this might need to be pushed off to next week but there's currently a lot of discourse going around about low support needs autistics love on the spectrum and tiktok comments are just a fucking scary place right now for autistic people i kind of touched on that a smidge um, in one of the previous segment segments about, like, the comments thing. But lots of people have lots of strong opinions about, um, love on the spectrum. Uh, and also just, like, yeah, low support needs, autistic people being kind of problematic. And I haven't been totally keyed in on everything that's been going on. But from what I've heard, the, sh- the short version is... Some low support needs people were acting so fucking out of pocket as far as, like, going to higher support needs uh, creators, TikToks and stuff, and just commenting terrible things. Like, people um, stimming and stuff, uh, or just, like, um, yeah, showing accommodations that they use, like, um, like, voice you know, uh, assistance and stuff like that. People were like, apparently they were autistic people. This is what I've heard. Um, that were like berating and making fun of higher support needs, autistic people. Um, so if I haven't been abundantly clear about that on this show, there's absolutely no place in my community for that. Absolutely no fucking place in my community for that. We support everyone and I saw I think it was Morgan Foley on TikTok who left what I thought was an excellent comment on someone's take on love on the spectrum because the other issue was some low support needs autistic people were saying that there wasn't enough low support um representation on love on the spectrum and Morgan said something to the effect of I'm paraphrasing um, if if higher support needs people are being represented on Love on the Spectrum or any other type of media or show, then we're all being represented. And absolutely beautifully said. Um, absolutely beautifully said on the part of Morgan. Couldn't agree more. That is, that's how I feel about it. Is I don't, there is representation. There's so much, that's what the whole show is, is representation of, uh, And as far as I understand, there are low support needs people on the show. Low support, medium support, high support. But high support needs are the people who have been shut out the most in the past and discriminated against the most in the past. So as long as they're being represented, I feel like I'm being represented and that's fucking a okay with me. As far as, uh, you know, 
other comments about whether people like the show or not, I think that that's completely up to your own discretion. I've tried to watch the show a few times and I don't, I don't love it, you know? I'm not going to say I hate it. Um, I don't love it <laughs> just because I do agree with the way, just the way that it's produced and put together um, sometimes feels a little bit still kind of like a spectacle of like, hey, look at these silly, kooky, crazy, weirdo, autistic people. They need love also, you know, kind of like it just feels a little like watching an animal in a zoo kind of mentality. And I know that's strong wording and like it does feel like that a little bit sometimes. But however... I, uh, the representation is always good, you know? So, I, so I don't know, I don't know. It's like, I'm not, I don't know if I would go as far as to say, like, the show shouldn't exist. Because, uh, yeah, especially for people who are higher support needs than myself, being able to, like, see someone like you, you know, like us on the show relate to their experience, connect with someone like that in, like, mainstream media is huge. That's fucking huge, you know? And so I wouldn't want to, like, take that away from some. That's a really special thing that I wouldn't want to take away from someone. And I've never had a, an issue... I don't really have an issue with the show. Like, I would never... I don't think I would ever, ever have such a strong opinion to say that, the, like I said, the show should, shouldn't exist or something like that. Like, of course, I've never had an issue with the people that are on that show. I love, I love, ev all the people are so great. They're what makes the show great and what it is, you know what I mean? Because of them, because of their personalities. They're fantastic. They're wonderful. The only thing that I'm being nitpicky about is just, I would love to ask the people, the creators of that show, to just maybe reconsider some of the styling, some of the music some of the you know what I mean just a little bit like what what type of narrative are we trying to paint here and is it wholly positive for the people who are going on that show is it wholly positive for yeah for the people who are the community that we're representing here I, that's I would just want to ask them that question you know I think that it's necessary for the show to exist. I think it's okay for us to have some criticisms of it and also still enjoy all the lovely people that are on that show. Yeah. The the representation is amazing. It's it's essential to say the very least. <sighs> Once again, I said I wasn't going to like go super deep into it, but we hit the points. We hit the I mean, that was pretty quick that I hit the points that I wanted to or needed to hit on okay let's wrap it up here folks revelation of the week the best shit hasn't even begun it's just around the corner just around the river bend beyond the shore <laughs> sorry oh i got swept away in the moment i was really feeling the disney <laughs> magic for a moment 
I was pretty upset earlier this week. Um, and so that's what I've been trying to remind myself. That everything can kind of change at a, a moment's notice, you know? It really can. So, when I'm, and also I'm going to say this, when I'm feeling really, and I, I kind of touched on it earlier, when I'm feeling really sad, I think I have a tendency to want to snap myself out of it and be like, why don't you remember all the positive stuff? Remember what's just around the corner. You're being so negative and you're being blah, blah, blah. You're not appreciating your life for what, what hasn't even happened to you yet. Like, all the good good stuff that is going to happen, you're not making way for that because you've got all this negative energy or whatever. But because I, 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 I force that mentality on myself all day, every day, essentially. And so sometimes I'm trying to be a little gentler on myself and say, like, it is so actually necessary to have the shittiest of days. If you let yourself have the shittiest of days tomorrow could be the best you know but it's but but if you try to force yourself into having a good day today when it's just not in the fucking cards you may not have the resolve the mental fortitude to turn it around tomorrow not even turn it around it just truly is sometimes like a chemical thing that's going on with me I need to be upset you know I don't again I don't know if that's fucking I don't know anything about science and medicine, okay? But it just feels chemically accurate for me sometimes to just be sad. Just feel really down and sulk a little bit. And definitely crying has got to have some kind of chemical effect on us. Something, you know? Because there's, you know, the euphoria that you sometimes feel after you have, like, the best cry ever there's something to that so 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 just respecting those times and give if you give yourself the one day to be almost at your worst then I feel like it gives so much more room for positive for positivity and positive days you know what I'm saying I think when I'm, when I'm in those um worst moments it feels like that's gonna be forever and so I don't want to let myself even have just the one day because I'm certain I'm going to feel like this forever. I'm going to feel like this for a week, two weeks, months, for, for the rest of my life. You know, that's sometimes it feels like that. But in all actuality, I think I haven't been using it lately. But when I was using the Dailyo app, you can track your mood on there. And to me, it felt like I was constantly having bad days. And it was so, that's so not even accurate. It's so crazy how, like, skewed my perspective of my own life events are, you know? I'm, uh, again, I'm such an unreliable narrator. So, um, if you find that you're in, you know, you, f- you feel down on yourself because you're like, oh, I'm always feeling upset and sad and down on myself all the time. Try something like that where you can actually track and see it visually Because I bet you have way more positive days than you remember, than you recall. Even if it feels like it's, you know, even if you're like, well, I've been tracking several bad days in a row or whatever. Just, just, you know, let yourself be sad and see what, see what happens, you know? And that's not necessarily me commenting on like, you know, all of us 
are sometimes going through a more difficult period in our lives than other times or just having a particularly difficult time with their mental health or something like that. I'm trying, I'm kind of talking about like ex- uh, ex- uh, exclusive, what am I saying? Aside from those types of experiences, which is totally normal and okay to have periods where you're like, yep, I'm just going through a really, really rough time right now. Um, but I'm talking, I'm, I'm specifically talking about my day to day, like just during like a, a non-eventful regular time period or whatever I still felt like I was negative all the time and then when I actually looked at my app and all the it was mostly green on there you know because you can you know it's got like the um you know when you go to the doctor and it's like what's your pain level at it goes from like green to red like a scale of green to red and the amount of red I had like like, awful, you know, the worst day. The, the red was, like, absolutely terrible, shitty-ass day, awful. I had very few of those. If I had, like, a bad day, it was actually more, like, meh, like, in the middle or, like, not great, like, orange. But most of it was actually green, you know? But it's really hard for us to put, uh, like, zoom out from our mental prison. <laughs> And really put it into perspective what what the fuck's going on here? What does this actually look like if I look at it in like a larger scale? You know, does that make any sense? I, I'm sure it does and I don't need to talk anymore about it. So that is that and I love you guys so, so much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a lovely, lovely week. Um, I'm going to do, yeah, let's do affirmations because some, some people have actually been requesting them. So I'm rad. Sorry, let me do that again without being annoying and loud. I'm rad. I'm fucking radical. I'm fun and funny. I have so much value that I offer the people I love in my life and to new friends. I have infinite goddamn potential. I'm worth investing in. I love myself. Be kind to yourself, weirdos. Love you. I'll talk to you next week, okay? Bye. Bye.